I'm trying to think of where you are in the song. In the beginning, right? Yeah. The plane, and you hear the trumpet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that part. Yeah, but then how does it kick in? Now I don't I'm, know. And I yeah. think it's uh, maybe like a wukachaka kind of guitar thing. And they then, definitely start. I did notice today, actually, like, oh, they do have that kind of. Yeah. What's going on? It's like the. And by it's the way, like I also Western. noticed. I also <laughs> noticed today during the cha 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 cha. You know, while um, you know, my my boss is Jonathan Hart. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan is just sitting and staring and such a like. It's almost like the actor is just sitting there, staring off into space, waiting for them to be like rolling. We didn't know the camera was on. <laughs> like he looks. It would nonplussed work here. You know what? I think non-plus doesn't mean what we think it means. I know. I totally doesn't. I just keep I using think it. I it means, yeah. Get, just trying to I hope sometime I'm right. within the last year. Yeah. Because it, it gets used all the time as if someone's like sort of disaffected yeah. or blasé. Right. But that's not what it means. Right. I think it means, I'll have to look it up. Someone can fact check this, a listener. But I think it might be more confused or something like that. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's not like unimpressed. Yeah, because I also sometimes like to throw out that I'm plussed. Oh, yeah, sure. That's I like that. I like that. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm going to fix our temperature in here. Uh, I'm going to have to revisit the definition. All right. But I, I it's not what we it doesn't mean unimpressed. Right. Yeah, I think I knew that and I also just like I, never I said knew I that. continue until recently. I, yeah. I know that I looked it up at some point years ago, and but then I continued to use it in that fashion, just thinking, at some point, it's going to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> boah, boah. <laughs> it's great. So today we're talking on a heart-to-heart, heart-to-heart. Nice to see you, by the way. Nice to see you. Great to have you back on the show. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, season two, episode six, Murder Rap. And I'm only now am I getting the joke of saying it out loud. You're joking. No, I'm not joking. They're joking. It's murder W W R A P. Yeah. And I get that there's the you yeah. take the rap for a murder. Yeah. And it's about but a also, it features a mummy yeah. who's wrapped up. As mummy. mummies are. <laughs> right. This episode's from the sixth of January, nineteen eighty-one. Uh, I, I didn't get the, I didn't really get the, I got the rap like wrapped like a mummy, but yeah. I didn't get the murder, the murder rap, rap yeah. thing till I just said it out loud. Yeah, they're pretty clever. Sometimes you gotta say it out loud. Sure, <laughs> they are clever. Uh, so, again, I want, I just want to say yes, first, yes, this one for the, and maybe it's just in comparison to the last couple. This one went. Um, relatively quickly. I agree. Like the last couple were insanely but just so drawn out yes. that it felt like hours. Even though nothing really happened in this one, kind of. <laughs> like I mean, but you're right. It didn't feel brutally long like the yeah. other ones. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the premise, I think. Yes. Is basically there's like a. Uh, 
Egyptian, uh, what's the word I want to look for? Uh, exhibit yes. at a museum. Yes. It features a mummy. Features the mummy of a prince. Of a prince. And an empty sarcophagus for his princess uh-huh. for some reason. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't think I really because, totally because got plot. that. Because <laughs> I have some questions about this later. Because earlier on the sarcophagus, the duder comes out of his standing up. Yeah. But then yeah. there's yeah. one in the like thing. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the... <laughs> And the right, the general. Well, I don't know if I understand the general premise, but the premise is that the mummy is maybe actually come back to life and is killing people. It because he wants to retrieve his princess, who is Jennifer Hart, because there's a striking resemblance, which there of course is not. It's not even close, <laughs> right? So the premise is that there's a statue of the princess, right? Yeah. The, the likeness of her. Yeah. And then everybody looks at this thing, which doesn't look like anybody yeah. in particular, and certainly not Stephanie Powers. And they're like, it's unmistakably you. <laughs> so even like they were like, yeah, I could kind of see it. They're like, oh, that's a totally a statue of you. Yeah. But I mean... But it wasn't even. Yeah, I could I mean, see it. It was you at least like make like a mask of her or have somebody work off a thing of her. Like it wasn't even like the, I don't think the set department even made that. I think they just went out and bought a set and be like, we'll just comment on it as if it looks like her. Yeah, I was I was thinking exactly that at that moment, which was they don't they have an art department that they could actually make one although, that looks like her. Although all they had to do really, they just had one shot of it. Yeah. Right. There was a single shot of the thing, and that was enough to establish the premise. And everybody was like, "It looks totally. It's totally you." And yeah, it is you. <laughs> Even though it wasn't, but they didn't really. I could see why they didn't invest in it. Right. Because they're only using it in the one shot. Right. But at that point, I would have been like, why would you even show it that closely so that we say- can see that it's not her? Like, why would you just be like? You totally match the statue, and to have a quick glance at it. So I mean, my feel is that if that's going to be the whole premise, have it look like her, <laughs> or don't show it, <laughs> right. right? Or only show it so quickly that we couldn't possibly ascertain whether it is or isn't her. Make a goddamn fresco, whatever. Right? Have someone draw a drawing of her and be like, instead of making the statue, be like, we found this. Yeah cave drawing or whatever and it's <laughs> right, right? <laughs> yes. it's painting on the wall and it's you and have someone take have a college kid right take an hour and a half and draw this a drawing the, of her this is the craziest museum that ever was <laughs> and here's my outline of why yeah well you've got insight you have expert knowledge on this so break it down one the entrance to this exhibit has its own entrance and coat check Oh, it's to the which Egyptian is, wing. Yes, which is bizarre. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced there was actually a coat check, although he referenced leaving your coat. Well, everybody everybody had fur coats on for some reason. In the museum, yeah, they did. In the museum. And then he said, leave your coats outside of the exhibit. <laughs> which was, you know, at first I thought, well, thank God, because why do they have their goddamn fur coats on in the museum? 
It's bizarre. Understand. It is bizarre. And then suddenly they didn't have it, so it was almost like I wonder. Like, I would have loved if that like, was an leave improv. Your coats and drinks outside. Like, what does it matter if I'm wearing a coat? <laughs> what do you care? Then they go into the exhibit, which is the single room, and in this room, they have supposedly artifacts. Not in cases. Strewn about the floor. <laughs> Strewn about the floor. <laughs> and on maybe a couple of pedestals. Willy nilly. <laughs> Hither and yon. Thither? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and to top it off, mm-hmm. they have fire. <laughs> they have oh, actual right. torches sure. with fire in a number of places around the room. I think that's good per, for preserving antiquities. <laughs> also, when he was setting up the light at the beginning, it was like a standard like concert lighting. Yeah. Which, if those were actual artifacts, that would actually ruin the artifacts. <laughs> so, I, like all around, there was absolutely no research done, which is disappointing. I'm nonplussed <laughs> with. With their museum. I'm going to have to hit the button soon for a nerd alert, by the way. When you're like, <laughs> and by the way, that type of lighting would adversely affect the artifacts. Like That's that's some good museum nerding on your Thank part. Thank you. Thank you. Should I put my glasses on for that part? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That aside. Yeah. Totally plausible. Yeah. Um, so... In the beginning, before they before the hearts go to this opening of the exhibit at the museum, uh, we see some swarthy dude at a weird shrine, like <laughs> supplicating himself. Um, Can you do which that? Is, which is really, uh, but it's like in an apartment or something like that. It's like in a one room apartment. It's very, right. It's very confusing. We'll come back to that. Right. Because it's apparently an apartment in the Bronx. <laughs> right. And he just has an altar of just random yeah. things that look like Egyptian artifacts, right. just on an altar, <laughs> which is actually a box with a blanket on it. He's a big fan of this uh, this prince. <laughs> he is. But not- he would die for him. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That was very well played. Thank you. This is what it sounds like when mummies cry. So then we meet some people there. There's a guy who's sort of, I don't know, like the head of the exhibit. I don't understand if he works at the museum. Dr. He's like the rich old something. guy. Yeah. And he, oh, not the cranky guy. Okay. But the, the other P.T. guy. The P.T. Barnum guy. Yeah, the P.T. Barnum guy, which you called, and then they actually made a reference to him being P.T. Barnum-ish. There were a bunch and of things I called out on this one. It was very satisfying. I'm thinking about the year this came out. <laughs> yes. He actually, he's totally the guy from Indiana Jones uh, mm. and the, which one it's called, not Temple, Last Crusade. Oh. I was like, Dr. Jones, and he like he's the one who like tells the guy about the quest for the Grail and how he's got. That's not Last Crusade. That's the first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You talking about no, not him. Ark of the Covenant is the first one. The last one is Last Crusade, where they're going for the Grail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy, the businessman guy, yes, 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 Mr. So and So, right? Who's like 
this guy has the exact same look and vibe as that dude. Yeah. And I was like, well, he's obviously the bad guy because he seems like the good yeah. patron of the yeah. arts or whatever. Right. And it absolutely was. Yeah. So I'm going to look at uh, Lawrence Kasdan and Spielberg, whoever wrote uh, Last Crusade, and yeah. I wonder if they yeah. maybe cribbed a little stuff from... Uh, That's a piece of crap film. That was another one I made a call. At one point in the film, they were trying to figure something out, and I said, with not a little disgust, <laughs> ugh, X marks the spot. And sure enough, there was a giant X on the floor. Yeah, there is. Yeah. You don't like that movie? I love that movie. Uh, no. All right, we'll break that down in a minute. All right. <laughs> there's a lot of parallels. Right. At least not if there's a lot. But that one dude, the sort of rich dude who seems like he's yeah, uh, yeah, you know, that's a trope. A booster, and then is a yeah. turns out to be shady. Um, In that Scoob moment where they get to rip off the mummies, the fact that there was a mummy anyway running around was so Scoobalish. But then I was so excited then that we were going to be able to rip off the mummies' sure. masks, so yeah. you could yell. Dr. Cole! Right. And then you should have a second mask, though. You know, some of the Scooby episodes, there was like a second mask? Yes. I would have gotten away with it, too. Exactly. Um, yeah, that, so spoiler alert, that yeah. guy is the mummy. <laughs> right. But there were some great, uh, they did some great, like, sort of budget horror movie kind of shots were from the mummy's perspective with like, yeah. the shaky cam yeah, yeah. outside the window. yeah. I still don't, I mean, if I think, not even too hard about it, if I think about it really at all, like there's so much stuff that doesn't make sense. Like why would he go to the Hart's house dressed in the mummy? Like what was, was the he, point even of the whole thing? Like, why was he trying to kill Mrs. Hart? Like, yeah. did that guy believe in the legend? Because the other, this little swarthy dude believed in the legend. But did that dude, like, what was his point? That's an excellent question. You know what? Maybe you know what I mean? it was the P.T. Barnum thing that he was just trying to drum up. Right. Because remember, at one point, he so was all excited. he wasn't really trying to kill her, but he obviously killed a couple people. That's true, he did. <laughs> Wait, did he kill the... Uh, the lady yeah. with the cheekbones? Yeah. I don't know if he killed her or not. Yeah. It was undetermined, because Jonathan Hart sat there and fucked with yeah, her for yeah. a minute, but he never said, like, yeah. uh, she's dead or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or get an ambulance. Wow, so he killed that older dude the over just trying to guy. drive some... Some traffic to this exhibit. Which, and I don't really want to unpack this too much because I don't think it'll make sense, but like, why would you have to, why would you have to kill that guy? Like, why would you have to kill someone to get the piece of paper to say where the car was going? Right? <laughs> Everyone's so expendable in this show. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I love- I'm sorry, I'm really stuck on the fact that Jonathan Hart was wearing driving gloves. <laughs> I keep thinking about that now. And I've seen it a billion times. But somehow today it really struck me. He's wearing driving gloves. It's not the 30s. Like, cars have shocks. Like, didn't you wear driving gloves because either A, you had no windshield and your hands would get, like, wind bitten, or because maybe it was rattling so much that you needed the gloves to cushion you? 
1981, if you're driving a Mercedes 450 SL, I'm not sure why you need driving gloves, other than for the aesthetics of it, which is yeah. valid. I mean, but you're out with in a convertible in California. Aren't you getting a little sweaty in leather gloves? I think you are. What an asshole. Also in a fur coat or wearing a sweater over a sweater. The sweater over the sweater. What's with that? She had a couple sweater on sweater outfits. And this is not the first episode we've seen sweater on sweater action. Is that right? Yeah. I have to when pay she attention. Was, this when is the first time I noticed it. <laughs> Wasn't she wearing sweater on sweater in the at the graveyard in oh, Monte Carlo? Maybe so. Maybe? Maybe so. Definitely turtlenecks. She's big into the turtlenecks. Yeah. Big turtlenecks. It's a bold, <laughs> it's a bold choice. <laughs> I mean, like big chunky. Yeah. Turtlenecks. I do like a chunky knit. Does she covered with hickeys or something? Maybe because she has a, maybe she has an abnormally skinny or wide neck, and she's trying to like mitigate it. Because we've seen her neck before, but we're seeing it less and less. We are. Although in her Nefertiti outfit. Also how, covered. Remember how Jonathan Hart mentioned more than once, he's like, that outfit is very Nefertiti. Yes. Very Nefertiti. <laughs> like the word Nefertiti meant something? T-T. Is that what it is? I don't know. But it wasn't a particularly... No. It wasn't really like a... But it looked heavy as hell. <laughs> um... Speaking of heavy as hell, the nerdy museum, the nerdy slash cheek bony museum ladies' glasses. The glasses were the women's accompaniment to the glasses that um, Jerry Seinfeld's dad was yes. wearing in um, like Charles the other Nelson one. Riley glasses. I mean, they are so big. They were gigantic. Yes, not just <laughs> like even in 1981, they were gigantic. They made other 1981 glasses look small. It's true. Those were banana. Yeah. Full, like at least half her face. Like halfway up her, right. up her forehead. Like minions or something. Like I don't know what was going on. It was wild. It was w- <laughs> I mean, the first time I saw her, I was like, oh, come on. Right. I get it. She's nerdy. She's a science lady, right? Because she had the hair piled yeah. up in some kind of bun. It was a tight... The first time you see her, it's a tight bun. Yeah. The gigantic glasses. The and then the members-only jacket. Knock-off, like, members-only. It wasn't even members-only. It was, like, the ill-fitting knock-off cousin yeah. of members-only. Yeah. With the matching khaki pants, like... Yeah. And cheekbones till next Wednesday. Right. And the jaw, like, almost three-dimensional. Yeah. I didn't really notice the jaw until you... I mean, I noticed the sharp cheekbones. Yeah. And I, you know, she had a good strong jaw. Yeah. But I didn't notice until you really pointed out. I mean, it really kind of came out. It was Dudley Do Right esque yeah. in front. It was a little, as you said, like, it's alarming for the future, right? Yeah. She looked fine. Yeah. But you figure that 30 yeah. years on. Yeah, it's Skeletor. It's freaky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the. Uh, the great lengthy reaction shot when the yes. scientist guy turns out to be in the in the sarcophagus or whatever instead of a lot of reaction. They love the reaction shots. Lengthy. <laughs> huh? Hmm. <gasps> yeah. So good. Also, a lot of uh, bebop and jazzy lingo from Max in this episode. Yes. He's like, 
Listen, if those stumble bum bag of rags come away with a two bit stem, I'll die. Yeah. Like, the, whoever's writing that dialogue is up too late at night and in a hurry, or I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Watching yeah. some James Cagney shiz or something. He's like that. definitely having fun with it. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, also, when the scientist guy gets strangled by the mummy, he's like, Mr. So and so, is that you? Yeah. And then he's standing, he just, the guy doesn't answer, and he sees the silhouette of somebody clearly wrapped in bandages. <laughs> right. And he doesn't move. He just stands there, and then he looks. And, and he then, looks a little yeah. more shocked. Yeah. And he stands up and doesn't move. Yeah. The reaction if, stuff was unreal. <laughs> what a mummy strangle was my question. <laughs> strangle I don't know. good. What would a mummy do? It's just slap you with the bandage arm, like just you know, like whack you like a log, like you're hitting someone with a bat. I don't know what a mummy would do. Also, I don't think the mummy would have the. Finger the dexterity. I would also say that it would not have its if legs. If they strangle someone in mittens, it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, at least there you've got the thumbs. I don't even know if they wrap the thumbs separately in a mummy. I mean, isn't a mummy actually like? Aren't it's a you? Great point. Your arms, your arms, arms are probably wrapped with your body, and I don't also know. your feet. I mean, you're not like they're not right, wrapping they're not your separate. legs separately. I think you're right. <laughs> right. I think you're right. I mean, when there, he's walking around in his mummy pajamas, right. At one point, I'm like, wait, he's walking. Wouldn't he be, like, hopping around like a penguin? You're right. That's a very good point. We're going to have to do some mummy research. I'm not sure how they wrapped people then. (laughs) My son will tell you that they took your brain out of your nose. I've heard that. He's mentioned that to me several times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be awake for that part. Um, That's like a COVID test gone wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point about the mummy mobility. Yeah, I have to. I actually don't know. I would assume it makes sense though that you like. Why would you wrap each? Like you're gonna wrap each finger into each Yeah, finger? right. They're not going anywhere. They're mummy. Right? Wouldn't you just wrap them up? I mean, there has to be some efficiencies. When we uh, when we make a, a reboot of this episode, I want yeah. to use the George Michael Elton John duet duet wrapper up. I don't know that I know this song, but it sounds awful. Yeah, it's kind of great. So then there's a scene where now we're made to suspect the little swarthy duder, the Egyptian Mm. antiquities service guy, kind of Mm. throughout this. Yeah, we kind of are. Are we? He's lurking in the background, looking. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And the one time where he's got the he's got the worry beads, (laughs) which I'm not sure that's an Egyptian thing. Yeah. But I think the actor is Greek. So my guess is he's like, I could. They're like, what could you do that's ethnic? And he's like, Oh, how about this? You're right. He was Greek. We got him flipping the worry beads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's foreign. That's the bad guy. Then there's a great scene. So now, the original science guy's dead. There's a mummy on the loose, and the 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 idea is. The mummy's hunting for Jennifer Hart because she's the princess, and mummy take princess back to grave, right? Yeah, like right. With him. Right. And so <laughs> she's now, she sees the mummy outside their house. She's right. the only one who sees it. This is like a throwback to the yeah. guy, to yeah. Sonny Bono, right? Yeah. And then uh, again, Jonathan Hart leaves her alone in the house. Right. When 
she's threatened. Uh, so the mummy's after her. So now they're going to try to find out, like, who's this mummy that's after my wife? And so he gets permission to go into yeah. the storage area. Which is unbelievable. Of the museum. Can which I, is also very Raiders around? of the Lost Ark. It's like the, yeah. it's like the warehouse where they have all the stuff at the Top end. Go ahead. Men. Yeah. Please, can, you were going to say. No, I was just going to say, that's unbelievable. That it, Hey, I just want to poke around in the storage room. Listen, he's Jonathan Hart. So he gets it done. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Poke around in the storage room of the museum. Why not? Right. I mean, that was unbelievable to me that he's allowed to do that. And then even better is they get to the storage room and once again, artifacts just laying strewn around. about. Yes. Maybe on a shelf, maybe on the floor. And there's lame, like, pseudo-banter that doesn't really make any sense between the two of them. The writers were t- phoned in this week. And they, uh, I think it's the same writers who wrote uh, the one with the cars. You think so? Because the banter also, yes, I do. And yeah. I think that you can see the parallels also in the, in the lameness of the banter. Yeah, yeah. So then you <laughs> called several things in this. You said things, and then they would just happen in the episode. It's true. And there's one where <laughs> Jennifer Hart, like, there's a jackal head or a jackal costume Anubis-type deal or yeah. whatever. Just the head is all you can see. Right. right. It seems to be sitting on a box. Yeah. She goes over and, like, pokes the nose, like, tweaks the nose. And then you're like, and she walks away, and you're like, head turns, and then the head turned. <laughs> yep. So then there's a hilarious chase fight scene where the jackal-costumed person comes after them, and then they think they've solved it because they got the jackal, and then the mummy also shows up. Yeah, wait a minute. So let's back this up. Right yeah. now that we know what we know, yeah. who was the jackal? That's and a, why? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Who was it? I don't know. Somebody who was dressed up in the jackal costume, in the Anubis costume, yeah. and is just waiting in yeah, the storage room. Yeah, just hanging out in the storage room. Yeah. Yes. Or somebody was in there and was like, oh, I hear the hearts coming. I'm going to just go, oh, what can I hop into? Oh, I can fit into this. <laughs> no, because the person also had it had the head on, yeah. which, by the way, what Egyptian... Okay. <laughs> I'll put this on my head, but the rest of the outfit was like a black cat suit. Yeah. Like so some like, moment shots type so stuff. <laughs> And that would be a beautiful tie-in because didn't some of Moment Chance wasn't it like rolls of toilet paper that they would slowly <laughs> unravel? Oh God, what if they had tied that together? <laughs> that would have been mm. Chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so I still don't understand who was in the jackal costume. Yeah, no idea. Because there's obviously, and were they working in concert with the mummy or not? I. You know, like I they don't understand what don't was know. going on there. Don't know. <laughs> no, they all get away. Or the jackal kind of does jackal get away too? It seemed like they kind of knocked the jackal out, but then they did. Oh yeah, then the jackal ran off. You're right. I was thinking that he was down on the ground, but no, I mean, you're right. They ran off because he was, then, but then because he, like, then the two of them, 
they, we're started Jennifer and Jonathan started to have a little conversation about what just went down, but they're oh, still right. in this like creepy storage room where a jackal you, and a mummy were after them. Yeah, I'm like, right. wouldn't you run the hell out of there? Right. I would either secure <laughs> the enemies, make yeah. sure their targets are down, yeah. or you'd get out of there, right? Yeah. You exfil. You would be like sitting there like in the half dark, like, hey, then this happened. Right. Hey, yeah, did you see the mummy? It. Right. <laughs> Like, I would think that you would uh, begin the egress. Unbelievable. Quickly. Uh, Then there's a scene (laughs) where you go back to the Egyptian Greek dude and his yaya is making a potion. Yeah, yeah. For him. Mm -hmm. And she's, again, they're in like an apartment, which is seemingly like in the Bronx. (laughs) And like, she's in the full on like village yaya gear. Totally. It'd be great if it was in real life, that guy's mom. You know what? We're going to have to look that up. Yeah, that right? That would be awesome. Right? That would be pretty great. Um, she doesn't have any lines, right? She didn't say anything, she, did she? She kind of yammers in... Uh, oh, yeah. And they say in Arabic. Right. Is the, was the caption. She might have a line. She might explain something to him about the potion when she gives yeah, it to him. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, then yeah. we go to the Hearts House. By the way, uh, Jonathan Hearts... Unbuttoned shirt game yeah. is strong in yeah. this episode. <laughs> and he's got the weird, like, the blue and white striped shirt, but with the, like, brown houndstooth jacket. Like, I understand you don't want to be too matchy-matchy, but yeah. it should at least go. Yeah. And, yeah, but um, and then a very long chain yes. underneath. Like, not just, a, not just you know, no. at the collar. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, Like a deep. real dip. Yeah. Yeah, real deep chain. They had some lovely fresh-cut flowers throughout there. Some palms or something like that? I would or, say yes. Um, Which actually seems kind of cheap. No, I think maybe of it. some dahlias. I don't know what they were, but they were very lovely flowers, fresh-cut throughout that room. Yeah. Uh, and then they received this necklace with the potion that Yaya made mm-hmm. in a package. <laughs> and is... <laughs> Is you boy, they they receive what is clearly a mysterious package. Right. Jonathan opens it, as you said. Let me just huff this <laughs> the anthrax. Right. And then, before he even reads the creepy handwritten card, he just hands the thing to Jennifer and is like, well, "This yeah, is for put you." It on. <laughs> then she sniffs it. <laughs> And says, it smells like myrrh. And Max goes, myrrh? As in murder? (laughs) Highlight of the episode. (laughs) Also, would you know what myrrh smells like? I would not. She, though, almost was a major in archaeology with a minor in anthropology. That's right, almost. Almost. Who's like, I was almost a major in this with a minor in blah, blah. That's right. The same kind of person who counts carrots. That's who. <sighs> never, been to co- never been to college. Doesn't know about diamond weight. <laughs> then... They get a phone call right after she. they get the necklace. Right. And it says, my dear princess. That's who it's addressed to. Right. 
They get a phone call. Max answers the phone and somehow knows the Greek Egyptian dude's voice right yeah. away. And he makes a reference to how the guy might be psychic by making a Karnak reference. Yes, yes. Which is unreal. <laughs> so good. Yeah. How could he know it's that guy's voice? And then, like, wouldn't you be like, dude, stop calling my wife your princess and why are you doing you creepy? Like, instead, they yeah. just... Yeah. Play the game. And then Max is like, man, that bundle of rags, if he thinks he's going to mess with my lady. I mean, freak show. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a scene. So they're going to... She's, she's invited. Invited to his house or yeah. something like that? Yeah, come over, wear the amulet. Sure. And come alone. Wear something nice. Right. So then... <laughs> Easy to take off, please. As we find out. So then <laughs> we cut to a thing where uh, the nerdy science lady from the museum... Mm, yes. ...is in the display room. Yeah. Not sure why. <laughs> yeah. To knock over some... <laughs> Finds and opens a secret passageway in the thick stone wall with just her fingertips. Yep. Just is able to move that stone wall. Right. Looks in there, sees the mummy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, has some, like, sweet talk with the mummy, like... <laughs> there you are! I'm oh. going to take you back to bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't turn your back on him. So, the, she turns her back on him. Yeah. Then gets strangled, gets yeah. mummied. So, let's think about this, which I didn't think about at the time. Like, that dude was just hiding in the secret behind the wall thing in full mummy wear. For what reason? <laughs> to what end? Yeah. Like, why would you yeah. be there? Yeah, that's an excellent question. Man, that guy's commitment to the bit is what's going on there. It's deep. Yeah. Why would you be there? Doesn't he have other things to do? Well, I mean, what is the point? <laughs> the point was to... I mean, if the point was to try to drum up some business for the exhibit... Yeah. He already did that. Why wouldn't you just leave it a mystery? Why do you have to keep dressing up as the mummy and doing the thing? Now he's got a taste for it. Does he... What's his end game? It was to kill Jennifer Hart and have her in the exhibit because said that's going to help? Did he want to kill Jennifer Hart? I don't know. Oh, I that's mean, right. He did. No, 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 no. He didn't. He saved her from. No, what did he do? Oh, the other guy was going to kill her. Yeah, the other guy was going to kill her. It was a sacrifice. Her. Yeah, exactly. And then this dude stopped it. Right. But then he got into a tussle. But he killed other people already. Like, I don't understand what, yeah. was, what was the end game there. You know, I got so wrapped up. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> or, I don't think or it was it? unintended. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> so then I want to I bring up this part. Because this is one of my favorite parts of the episode. Okay. Is part of this sting operation. Jennifer Hart's going to go to the dude's, the Greek dude's apartment. Yes. Which they go to the street, and it's like the Bronx. It's like a gray stone walk-up that looks... I've never seen anything like that in Los Angeles. I don't know where For they're sure. supposed to be. Yeah. But 
It's <laughs> they went well, over to the next lot, and that's what was. Why would you have to make it look? Like, why would you make it look like New York? Did somebody forget where the show was set? They literally went earlier in the episode. She says we're at like thirteen hundred Willow Bend Drive in Bel Air. Like they yeah. actually say there where they are. Yeah. So this is confounding. <laughs> anybody who can look at this, anybody who can find me a, a building in LA that looks like this, right? <laughs> Totally confounding. So they send her up. She goes up to the Greystone, does the walk up, goes yeah. up to this apartment, this one room apartment. Yes. Walks in, sees the creepy ass Yaya there and yes. this dude. And it's like, this is fine. Yeah, I'm just going to walk right in. Everything's fine. And then somehow, and maybe they explained this when she gave the potion to her son originally. Maybe they explained how it works, the chemical reaction, because suddenly. It starts to take effect as soon as she's in that apartment. Yes. She becomes disoriented and woozy. Yes. She gets a case of the vapors. <laughs> and she, like, goes to sit down. Yeah. And then, in several different ways, he explains how he's going to kill her. <laughs> right. And bring her to the final resting place to be with the prince. Right. She's wearing a wire. So Jonathan Hart and the crappy police detective are sitting out in the car listening to all this. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like... I will now take... She's like, oh, I don't feel so well, blah, blah, blah. He's like, don't worry. You'll be asleep forever. I'm going to take you to your eternal resting place. It's true. You will be dead for eternity. And they make no move in the car. They're just listening to this. And then, after like the third reference to killing her, and then she hasn't said anything, Jonathan Hart goes, I don't like the sound of this. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I want to listen to one more minute. <laughs> it sounds like it's getting good up there. <laughs> Only then does he hustle up. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> it breaks down the door. To, and now screaming, Yaya's back in that room. Yeah. Right. Because the guy has escaped into the powder blue Ford LTD, which was parked out front in one shot and is now parked in the alley. And literally in the very next shot. <laughs> or maybe one shot after. I mean, it was like, here it is in the front, Jonathan goes up into the apartment, there's the car in the back. That's right. <laughs> Guy apparently puts her in that car, and then Jonathan instantly says, I know where they're going, they're going to the museum. Yeah. He goes back to the car with the detective... A uh, little uh, turban dude goes off to the museum with Jennifer Hart. They're chasing in a police car with the light on. And so no backup. No right, backup. Doesn't call anybody and say, hey, get a squad car over the museum. We're on our way. No, instead, they must have stopped for a sandwich on the way to the museum because they are like an hour or two behind. Dude had enough time. <laughs> To carry Jennifer Hart down, put her in the powder blue car, drive her to the museum without the aid of a light to help them run traffic lights. Right. And presumably not at such a high speed that he would garner suspicion. Right. And then... Carry her into the museum, into the Egyptian wing, and then your favorite part... She's got a totally different outfit on, which means he's actually undressed her and then dressed her in this a totally intricate, like, cross-bodice thing and headdress. 
and tied up a beautiful rope. Beautiful silver the, silken rope. Yeah, yes. I mean that was like Wonder Woman. I style. love that stuff. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I noticed that too. Yeah, so like, <laughs> just he had a lot of time. Or that guy works fast. Got her all. Also, dressed he stripped up. her down and dressed her. That's unbelievable. Are we not supposed to notice that? I don't think you were. I think you're supposed to suspend your something during that thing. It's not like uh, Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise in Night and Day where she calls him out. It's like, how do I get into a bathing suit? Didn't see it. Look it up. It's worth it. We'll watch that together. You'll like it. Yeah, all right. And by like it, I mean you probably won't like it. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I want to point out one thing before I get move before we get even the the fake the graystone walk up yeah. had a sign like part of it was boarded up to be that's how you know it's New York because it was a board up right and it said the board up had the name of the company C Lubin and it said New York Chicago on it <laughs> his place was far maybe that's why they were so far behind. They go all the way from Chicago to or uh, New York. Yes. Before he threw her in the car to take her to the museum, just backing up a second. Oh, yeah. That necklace that they went to all this trouble to give her that had yeah. the potion in it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He took it off her and chucked it in a garbage can. Yeah, that was... T- inexplicably. <laughs> completely baffling. Like, wait, why is he doing that? <laughs> he had time to do that. Yeah, right. Because the other guys were at a <laughs> diner on their way to the museum. <laughs> So yeah, he un- nothing gives you energy for a car chase like a good Reuben. <laughs> Is that your go-to? I was just trying to think. What yeah, do you get sure, at a diner? Get it, yeah, a Reuben's a pretty Blinces. good choice. If you're beast, you get a patty melt. Mm, mm. Stack of pancakes and a Reuben. Sure. Sure. What's the other one that's like a Reuben that I can't think of? What's I was trying to... A, a Coke Monsieur. <laughs> I beg your pardon? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's another sandwich that's like a Reuben, but is not a Reuben. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I like a pastrami. I'm not a huge corned beef guy. Mm, yeah, I like the pastrami better. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other sandwich name is. That I'll, I'll see if I can think of it. All right. So... <laughs> Kaufman's guess does a decent... Pastrami yeah. sandwich, yeah. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mrs. Beach. I had one that day. I, mm. And then Beach and Ella and the Birdman walked in like 10 minutes after we were there. Everybody nice. was going to coffee yeah. that day. So the, uh, the guy has the time. He undresses and redresses yeah. Mrs. Hart and lays her in the thing. Mm-hmm. Because then he's going to sacrifice her because he actually believes in yeah. the legend of the prince claiming her. And he's convinced that it's her. Because she looks of, just like the statue. Yeah. Talk about not being able to get good help. Who hired that guy? Then that dude gets out what can only loosely be described as a knife. <laughs> it was <laughs> Is that a really thin plate? <laughs> is it a mini bat? I did like a, really is it a metal study cucumber. What is it? 
guy did really study that in his hand. Like, what is that he's holding? Oh, I guess that's supposed to be a knife. <laughs> it's not even like a paint spatula or something like that. It's like yeah. thick and rounded. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, is the uh, the name of our 70s soft rock duo. <laughs> course <laughs> from our album bundle of rags uh non colon non plus yeah <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna potentially kill mrs hart with this knife i'm doing finger quotes there yeah but then he gets attacked by the mummy Surprised, uh, then I guess yes, attacked. Right. So, the mummy who was chasing Mrs. Hart earlier in the show. Yes. At some effort and expense, right, to get dressed up in the thing and go to their house and look. <laughs> now saves her from the other dude killing her. Right. I don't know why. I don't really understand what I don't understand what the goals were of these people. I mean, I understand yeah. the, I guess I understand the the Greek guy's goal. His goal was right. to kill Mrs. Hart because he believed that <laughs> right. it was his mission. Right. But the mummy dude, the mummy's a wild card. He is, but I mean he's it's a firebrand. P- but it's P- but it's P.T. Barnum. So he just right. he's like, oh, don't, that's going too far. We don't need right. to kill Mrs. Hart. I'll just toss you across the room and stop this. But he killed the scientist, and he maybe killed the cheekbone lady. Yeah, Mrs. Hart was too far. <laughs> I mean, I really don't understand. Like, what was his? So maybe he, he wants to, to do the her? maybe he wants to do the killing. He doesn't want somebody else. Or to maybe do the, he was chasing her around just to like pump up the legend to get some more stories. That's but what I think. It's confounding. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just laying in the thing this whole time. Yeah. So she's so like, that get up, lady. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if her legs were also bound. Which oh. is, I guess, possible. But the thing that I right. love Maybe the they most... Were. You're right. That's a good point. Maybe the, her legs were bound and she couldn't get up. But I love, 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 love that she's holding those Egyptian hooks in her hands. Yes. Like, he hasn't taped them in her hands, but no. she's holding on to them. She's just holding on to them. And then even amongst all of the, like, then Jonathan finally shows up and he's fighting whatever... I'm in here. No. She's cool. still holding on to the hook. Like, wouldn't you let go at something? Like, oh, I maybe I could do something to get out of here. Or you, use them to right. poke somebody. <laughs> here's my favorite. Here's one of my other favorite parts of the episode. Sure. So, Jonathan Hart now comes in. He's like, he knows. He's the one who said, I know exactly where he's taking her. He right. knew he was taking her to the museum. He knew he was taking her to this room. <laughs> right. He goes into this room. Looks around for her. Creeps quietly, around like a little mouse. Doesn't say anything. Never <laughs> says, Jennifer, where are you? Are you okay? Doesn't say a word. Yutz is around. Sees a little rag in the corner. Is like, oh, what's this? Looks at that. <laughs> and then I sniff it. And then he did. 
Right, you called it when people were going to sniff it. <laughs> then, Who doesn't want to sniff a dirty rack? <laughs> then he's like, oh, there must be a secret thing that I can open with my fingertips here. Although he, the, the nerd lady, cheekbone lady, opened it with her fingertips. They do a reaction shot of him opening it, and he's got like a raw exertion face on, right? Right. So it was easy for her to open it with her fingertips, but he had to use right. his whole body and make a whole thing right. out of it. Sure. Still hasn't said a word. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> Sees the nerd lady on the ground because that's where she got felled by right. the mummy. Right. Checks her, feels her forehead to see if she has a fever. <laughs> I right? forgot about that. And yeah. then doesn't say anything to or about her either. Yeah. Then gets up and looks around, and then I think the mummy makes his move, right? Then there's some kind of... I want to say maybe that's when he said, Jennifer? Yes. And then she's like, the, I'm in here, like right. up until that point. Right. All the scuffling, all... Yeah. <laughs> so he waits that whole time, instead of yelling for her yeah. to try to locate her. Right. He just kind of... Even though he's like, this is the room, like he has reason to believe she's in close proximity, right? Yeah, of course. This is where he went. Like, so I can understand if you were just out on the street on your way there, you wouldn't yell her whole na her name the whole way there. Right. But when you're where she's supposed to be... Right. When you'd be like, hey, are you okay? Where are you? Only then does he kind of say her name. That's and also like... Yells, I'm in here. He's like, what? She's like, I'm in here. Where? I'm in here. Like... And then she says, in the sarcophagus or whatever. Yeah. At which point he hustles up finally and uses the ropes to lift the lid. Yeah. <laughs> which the ropes are out in the middle of this um, exhibit that any yokel could Here's the other part I don't understand. Like, <laughs> this is the thing I don't understand about, excuse me, about. TV shows and movies from the 70s and 80s and probably 60s. and <laughs> So then they do the... So now he's looking in at her, and now, of course, the mummy's coming up behind him right. to blah, blah, and then he has to fight, and there's a hilarious fight scene between him and the mummy. Yes. Where the mummy, who's made of dried bandages, extinguishes <laughs> oh, a yeah. torch yeah. with his hands. That was a baller move. <laughs> It was. Right? <laughs> yeah. Jonathan That's comes intimidating. At, yeah. Jonathan comes at him with one of those stupid fire uh, yeah. torches. Yeah. Which, again, that's just, so those, the so it's bad enough. Torch. Those are, <laughs> they were, you heard Supposed me. Supposed to the water torch. You heard me. <laughs> so it's bad enough that they've got fire in this exhibit. They just run the fire 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the museum's closed, but it's still a light. And they do this reaction shot thing where, like, she's like, Jonathan. And then it's like two seconds before he turns around. Whatever. Like, I don't understand. Why was editing so bad in for, like, 50 years? Like, it's not like a special effect or something. It's just like, just make it a shorter reaction. Make it actually yeah. be, like, the real time. Yeah, cut like, it. Make it in, make it feel like real time. I don't know why every show. Yeah. Does that? Yeah. Confirm Are you it. sure? It's not just the show. <laughs> it's every show. Mm. It's every movie, every TV show mm. from that era, ever, <laughs> ever. I mean, it's just so. Yeah. I I don't understand why they had to make the timing like you're like, 
it, it takes you out. It takes me out of it every time. Right. The long reaction shot of the like, watch out. And there's like three seconds. Of, what, what happened? I think that blackout. And then the person turns around and then the thing, you know. Maybe like, it's kind of like I, uh, some sort of along the same lines as like a pause for um, laughter. Right. Maybe there's some sort of pause for suspense, shock. You know how the uh, you ever see was it Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yeah. And there's the part where like there's the scene where like the the night is approaching on the horizon. Yeah. And then they just use the same shot of him in the distance yes, like yes, four yes. times. Yes. And then all of a sudden he's right up on them. Yes. Like I feel like that's the commentary, right? That's the commentary on terrible editing. Like why right. why can't they make it like a reasonable time to like you ran from here to here, it takes about this long, let's make right. it be that long. Bum 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 Um Blah blah resolution blah. They, they somehow like, yeah. Then it's like and we're done. The mummy like falls in the thing, and then he's somehow incapacitated because he yeah, yeah. jumped into the sarcophagus, and then the demasking. Yeah. Then they they pull the mask back, and they're like, "It's you." And then somebody, I think, is it Max does a take the rap, or Jonathan does a take the rap line, something about him taking the rap. Yeah, I, maybe. And then in that last <laughs> scene. Jonathan has some awesome dark wash jeans with the real bright yeah. white stitching yeah. on the side. I was a little mesmerized. Those are pretty great. Yeah. Is that back? Those should come back. I don't know. The bright white stitching? Yeah, I don't know that I've seen that. That was a nice look. That was a strong <laughs> look. I think he's also wearing the shirt with the epaulets. I think I was going to say, yeah. I'm kind pretty, of cream. I'm, yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, and then for whatever reason, Max has got a Frankenstein mask on. Right. <laughs> because why not? Sure, he's going out to a party. <laughs> because you know, he doesn't have a job there. Right. <laughs> that guy is living the dream. That guy has a pretty good gig. <laughs> yeah. Does he work in my office? He's got a pretty great deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was a pretty fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm becoming, like, accustomed to some of the ridiculousness. Like, parts of it don't stand out as much to me. Yeah. In this, or at least in this episode. Yeah. Um, even though it's, again, like, plot-wise, it's just confusing and preposterous. Yeah. I have to say, this... As ridiculous as this plotline was, it was slightly more, um, uh, what, sensible, <laughs> understandable, comprehensible yeah. than some of the other ones that were like... What is even happening here? What is even happening? I mean, it doesn't make... The actions people took and stuff don't make any sense. Right. But the general thing, which they probably, you know, the writers are probably like, here's the idea. Yeah. Guy fakes a mummy legend to drum up business for an exhibit. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, that that right. That part is. Yeah, some of the other ones I don't think even had that much. No, going. This one was like, yeah, you know, like the car one. You're like, what even was the <laughs> what even was the premise here? Like this one, at least the premise. Yeah, makes sense. Then any of the details make no sense at all, and right. poorly executed. <laughs> right. But the thing, <laughs> right. 
And it was maximum scubosity in this one. <laughs> I mean, honestly, from the mummy sure. to the that back room, and there's yes. you know the mummy and the right the and costume, the jackal, yeah, right. you know, running around totally. And, uh, and then the taking off the mask, and it's the guy that's been, you know, that yeah. you knew, of course, from the beginning sure. who it was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> they were only missing the mystery machine. One minor detail is the guy had tons of eye black on. Yeah, I was noticing the, that. Yeah. The, like you're wrapped up in the mummy thing. Like, is it important to have the, like, <laughs> I don't know how that, I don't know. It's commitment, deep commitment to the bit. It really was. So he didn't want any white of his uh-huh. skin, I guess, to sure. to show. I don't know. It was wild. Um, <laughs> all right, should we yeah. stick a fork in this one? Yeah, done. <laughs> okay. Um, people can email us at some email address that I can't totally remember. The, the yes. T-H-E-H-2-H-H-2-H yep. at gmail.com That's if right. they want. Um, we do have one, uh, if anyone wants to get their beak wet. Yeah. We do have one remaining, uh, drinking bird to give away to fans. Yeah. Thanks to, uh, Coach Biggie. Mm-hmm. Who provided the, the swag, the giveaway sponsored by... We'll also throw in a sticker. Yes, you made stickers. I did. I have mine. Where is it? It's right here on the desk. I'm going to yeah. put it on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. They're they're lovely. You know what? The coach, told, after I had given you one and whatever, and he was looking at them later that night, he's like, oh, you should have had the URL to the podcast on. I'm like, sure. oh, my God. Next, throw them out. Next batch. <laughs> Next batch. But they're, we'll like, se- they're under the radar stickers. We'll send those to people, right? Then it gets people curious. They're like, what's that? <laughs> or we could just write on them with a Sharpie. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. We have a domain, right? Uh, kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I'll look. <laughs> I'll be a homework assignment for next time. Okay. All right. Uh, wacky, thank you for uh, for doing this. Always fun. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, we'll see people next time. Goodbye.